Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. How COVID-19 vaccines could upend the housing market. COVID-19 has slowed but has not stopped FHA's search for a new servicer. And CNBC, at what age should you pay off all your debt? These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of November 30th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly. It's the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Welcome back and thank you for joining us. And I trust you had a very enjoyable and restful Thanksgiving holiday, perhaps with fewer family and friends. But nonetheless, there is always, always something to be grateful for. On to our first story. According to CNN Business, the coronavirus pandemic could dramatically change the landscape of the housing market. This according to a recent column in The American Genius by Don Brotherton, who's a staff writer for that particular publication. In many cases, the urban markets such as Manhattan and San Francisco, vacancy rates are so high, many are fleeing to the suburbs. And I can confirm that myself. One of my closest friends lives in Queens, New York, and folks have been fleeing to upstate New York, and housing prices are skyrocketing in the more rural areas of New York State. So just look across the nation, you're going to see a similar trend. So you combine this coronavirus urban flight, then you have historically low interest rates in the move to the suburbs. So people are beginning to examine what will the impact be of the coronavirus vaccine when it becomes widely available. Well, people who lived in more affluent urban areas know just how convenient it was and the amenities that were available, they are not going to find in the suburbs. And the column is saying people should return back to the urban areas as the vaccine will give people more of a return to normal, and there will be many who decide to go back to the cities. Now, CNN Business reports the vacancy rate in Manhattan is at 6.14%, and the median rental prices are down nearly 15% year over year, and I'm seeing the same trend in San Francisco, and even the East Bay rents have continued to drop. Now, the vaccine could reverse mortgage rates, says the column. Some economists believe that the interest rates will continue to decline, but others suggest that a vaccine could actually switch the trend. MarketWatch predicts that many homeowners will still refinance as rates go and homes will still be in high demand and that could lead to a surge in the housing market. In fact, a vaccine could mean that more homes will go on the market. Homeowners who hunkered down to ride out the pandemic could be more willing to host open houses, which is an important angle to look at, and make a move themselves and the vaccine could contribute Contribute to supply in the market, which could help buyers get a little bit of a better price. So the most important question is, what does this mean for you as a reverse mortgage professional or originator? And it is this, really keep a close eye on the pricing of homes in urban areas if that's one of the markets that you're uh, serving presently, because you may actually see them actually go back up. So you've probably seen some decline in the cities, in the concentrated high-density urban areas, and then the suburbs, the prices have just been on a tear. A trend you want to watch and be mindful of and perhaps adjust your marketing. It could be also a good opportunity for those who sold and left the urban area to return now before prices go back up. 
This next story is one I am personally very pleased to see. As reported in Reverse Mortgage Daily by Chris Clow, FHA is continuing to seek out a new servicing contract, yes, for the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage Program, but they do remain also dedicated to the additional relief that's needed for those that need mortgage forbearance who have a federally insured reverse mortgage. And the bottom line is the COVID-19 pandemic has really forced FHA and HUD to switch their priority focus to those who are in forbearance, and that's really consumed a lot of their time and resources. And not to mention the amazing upgrades they've made to their technology that have allowed endorsements, yes, to continue even with a skeleton crew in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic this last spring and up to present. So reverse mortgage industry stakeholders have continued to have a resolution to what we call the back-end servicing issues in the reverse mortgage portfolio. And many of those issues, we've talked about them here at Heckam World on both this podcast and on our video series, have been the slow disposition of REO properties or bank-owned properties. For Heckams that have already terminated, that have either the last borrower has passed away or they've gone into technical foreclosure, but most of them are when the loan is terminated after the borrower has passed away. And those properties in many cases have just sat and become dilapidated, losing economic value and creating headaches, quite frankly, for neighbors. So there has been a lot of pressure from industry stakeholders, and HUD is not unaware of it. In fact, it was a few years ago when he first began his tenure as the uh, FHA commissioner. Brian Montgomery said they were looking at addressing the back-end issues. So the news that they're going to be, and that they still are, in fact, excuse me, pursuing a new servicer is good news. So when the loans go into assignment, that's really where we want to see an improvement. Now, there was a question during Normalist version annual meeting as to who that servicer would be or who is in the mix. And of course, due to the uh, restrictions they have when it comes to uh, procurement of federal contracts, the uh, FHA commissioner was unable to comment at that time, that being FHA commissioner Dana Wade. But the current procurement, she says, is out and we're working through that process is going to only involve servicing of HECA mortgages. They're excited for that change, says Wade, and excited that that procurement process is in process. Of course, as they work through that process, she cannot give an update as to when that may be completed. But folks, they have not forgotten. And this is great news. I think there's much that can be improved in the back end of reverse mortgage loans and how they're handled when the loan goes into assignment and when the loan is terminated. In a recent column, CNBC's Megan DeMatteo asked the question, at what age should you be paying off all your debt? She knows the average American consumer has about $25,000 plus in debt outside of their mortgage, and the average homeowner carries a mortgage balance of over $215,000. And 20-somethings, of course, are most often bogged down by student loan debt, and 30-somethings find themselves maybe taking on more credit card debt and mortgage debt, raising a family. Now, the question is, when do you pay off that debt and at what point in your life? And it really depends on a number of things. Kevin O'Leary, now if you've watched the Shark Tank, you've seen him, Mr. Wonderful as he calls himself, and personal finance author, said in 2018 the idea is to be debt-free by age 45. Well, if you're at that age and you're still raising kids, good luck. Now, as you enter the last half of your career, he says, you should ramp up your retirement savings as well in order to ensure you have a comfortable life in your elderly years. And while that advice may give you a 
real leg up on retiring, perhaps in your mid-60s, the choice to pay off your debt is somewhat nuanced for the homeowner. So what can be done? Well, looking at the interest rate that's being charged is one of the first areas that the columnist suggests. Credit card or auto debt with an APR and double digits is a good place to start. It would make you it would make much sense for you to follow O'Leary's advice and then pay them off as soon as possible. And that money is much better actually earning compound interest in a retirement fund over the next 21 years as being overly focused on just merely paying down credit card company debt and interest and fees. But credit products with lower interest rates, such as mortgages and even the zero APR car loans, you can make a decision that really works best for you. The advantage, of course, is that low or no interest loan is not going to be hurting you long term. Now, the latest data from the Federal Reserve shows that older consumers are carrying mortgages well into retirement, especially now that mortgage rates are at historic lows. And aside from the mathematical considerations, brokerage company Charles Schwab advises that consumers factor in a peace of mind ratio. That is weigh the value of having more money in the bank or in your portfolio versus being mortgage-free. Some unnecessarily put stress on themselves by having a paid-off home, but then being saddled with these high interest rate debts. So what was it like to have a mortgage in retirement? Well, you could potentially pay that off, as we often recommend, by utilizing a home equity conversion mortgage or a private reverse mortgage loan to help free up that cash flow. If you have one, don't worry if your APR is low, says the columnist. Just stay focused on saving as much as possible so you do feel like you're taking at least the right steps toward the bigger long-term goal of having future retirement income. Can you believe it? That concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly. By the way, check your inbox tomorrow because we're going to be publishing the top 100 Heckam Lenders Report for endorsement data recorded in the month of November. You don't want to miss that. By the way, you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or on Podbean. And if you're not there already, be sure to go to HeckamWorld.com because that is where you can watch our weekly video series, read our blog articles, and of course, the monthly top 100 Heckam Lenders Report. Thanks for joining us and have a great week.